Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. We had another fun night in sports on Thursday as the Canadians reached their first Stanley Cup final since 1993 thanks to a 3-2 overtime win against the Vegas Golden Knights. Montreal will find out who it's playing in the final thanks to a Game 7 tonight in Tampa between the Lightning and the New York Islanders. There was also a combined no-hitter for the Cubs against the Dodgers. The starter Zach Davies and three relievers completed the seventh no-hitter in MLB this season. That's the most ever before July 1st. And the UEFA round of 16 kicks off on Saturday with two matches, Wales versus Denmark and Amsterdam, and Italy versus Austria from London. Good morning, it's Friday, June 25th. This is your Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright, filling in for Abe Madcor. Hope you all had a good week and are ready for a great summer weekend. Nike posted record quarterly sales in its Q4, topping $12 billion for the first time in its 50-year history, thanks to pent-up U.S. consumer demand for sneakers and sportswear this spring. Revenue for the period ending in May nearly doubled to $12.3 billion from $6.3 billion a year ago when sales were depressed by the spread of COVID-19. Nike's direct sales, those items ordered through its apps, websites, or own stores, climbed 73% to $4.5 billion. Net income was $1.5 billion compared with a net loss of $790 million in the same quarter a year ago. After the bell, Nike offered a better-than-expected sales outlook for the upcoming year, driven by optimism around its women's category, apparel business, and the Jordan brand. The NCAA's legal problems continued on Thursday when a federal judge denied its request to dismiss a lawsuit that not only challenges any limits on athletes' ability to make money from their name, image, and likeness, but also brings into play the prospect of athletes getting money from college sports TV rights fees. Let that sink in for a few seconds. The decision will give further urgency to the NCAA's efforts to seek a bill from Congress on NIL, as the NCAA wants a bill to be worded in a way that would retroactively end the case at issue in this ruling. It also comes as the NCAA appears headed toward a temporary solution regarding NIL. Thursday's case was brought on behalf of Arizona State swimmer Grant House and Oregon women's basketball player Sedona Prince and is being directed by the same law firm that brought the Alston case, which was decided earlier this week in the U.S. Supreme Court. Speaking of NIL, Kentucky's governor signed an order Thursday allowing the state's college athletes to make money through the use of their name, image, or likeness. Governor Andy Bashir said he wielded his executive authority as a matter of fairness for college athletes, adding that for decades, companies and institutions have profited off of them. Bashir said his executive order takes effect July 1st, when similar measures passed in several other states will become law. His office said he was the first governor to make the change by executive order. So that means in Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, 
New Mexico, and Texas, laws go into effect next Thursday that make it impermissible for the NCAA and member schools to prevent athletes from being paid by third parties for things like sponsorship deals, online endorsements, and personal appearances. The NCAA had hoped for a national law from Congress that has not yet come, and its own rulemaking has been bogged down for months. College sports leaders are instead moving toward the type of patchwork regulation they had been warning against for months. So we still have five more days until we reach July 1st, which begs the question, will the number of states with NIL laws that go into effect that day expand beyond the current seven. A high-end drone and a megalodon camera are just a couple of the bells and whistles that the MLB network will utilize as part of its coverage of the inaugural MLB Draft Combine, which culminates with five consecutive hours of live coverage from Cary, North Carolina. That begins at 1 p.m. Eastern today, per our Eric Prisbel. Combine features more than 100 high school and college baseball prospects, as well as a collection of former MLB players and coaches, GMs, scouting directors, and other club personnel. The actual MLB draft is coming up All-Star Weekend, starts July 11th, and goes through the 13th. Hockey Hall of Famer Mark Messier will join ESPN under a new multi-year agreement to be a studio analyst for the Nets' NHL coverage, which begins next season. Prior to joining ESPN, Messier appeared occasionally as a studio analyst on Versus, which is now the NBC Sports Network's coverage of the NHL, as well as serving as an in-game analyst for the NHL All-Star Game. Messier also made occasional guest commentator appearances for the NHL on NBC, and then in 2014, he joined Rogers Communications as a spokesperson and occasional analyst for its national NHL coverage up in Canada. So that gives hockey fans Mark Messier in the ESPN studio and Wayne Gretzky in the Turner studio. All of that starting this fall. A quick podcast programming note on the latest episode of SBJ iFactor, Riot Games Senior Director of Global Esports, Waylon Roselle, talks with R. Abe Madcor about living up to the Roselle legacy, the intersection of sports and video games, investing in yourself, and the important role of mentors. Give it a listen this weekend. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for June 25th. I hope everybody has a great Friday and an enjoyable summer weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday morning. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.